Support for Pirate Talk Radio comes from you, the listener. If you would like to support our broadcast, go to patreon.com slash TV. Welcome back to another episode of Pirate Talk Radio. And, uh, well, we finally have the October update. It is the fort of the... No, no, no. It's the festival of the... No, no, no. It's the fate of the damned. Because apparently Rare can't get over the acronym of F-O-T-D. It's... Ah, for fuck's sake, just... Of the damned. Just, just for fuck's sake of the damned. That's what we're going to call this. And, um, well, to be honest, I wasn't expecting much. Um, as, as I've talked about in the previous weeks, I, I feel that uh, Rare is completely missing the boat um, with, with how it is operating right now as far as the development of this game, what they're focused on. Uh, what uh, they need to be focused on. They're just, they're all over the, pa- they're, they're all over the place uh, and they're completely missing the boat, right? They're going for the board. They're missing the ladder. It's, it's just not, they're not listening to the community um, as a whole. They're not fixing the issues, which the community is, is most uh, focused on. They're hemorrhaging players like mad. And, and quite, quite frankly, it's, it's not a good thing to see. Um, with that all being said, I was expecting this update to be completely and utterly flaccid, uh, completely and utterly pants. Um, and I will say there are parts of it that are completely and utterly pants. There are parts of it that yet again, um, rare has not focused on the important aspects um, that need to be focused on. Uh, they again, focused on pretty things. They focused on, um, reused mechanics and just overall flaccid things. Uh, not exciting, not interesting things, flaccid things that are boring and reused. However, there were some highlights of this update. There were some highlights. Um, but in general, I will say this update had very little good a bit of bad and a lot of ugly. Uh, so uh, as we always do uh, with the update, I have the release notes up here. Now we're going to go through two sets of release notes because uh, uh, they did take the servers down for a brief uh, emergency patch uh, just, I think, two days after the regular one release. So we've got uh, uh, October uh, 2020. Uh, the version is 2.0.19, and we're also going to go over 2.0.19.1, which is the emergency fix, which a lot of people were irritated about, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. They've got a lot of things that they need fixed on their servers. Everyone knows it. We see it when we watch YouTube. We see it when we watch Twitch. We see it when we play it ourselves. We know that. Uh, people need to stop bitching about them bringing servers down for emergency maintenance. Hell, I think they should bring servers down every single week for at least a quick reset. That's what I think. But people were pissed about it. And I'm like, then you guys clearly are okay with a horribly broken game um, uh, in, in Minneapolis. So let's look through this. Um, so, uh, we'll, we'll just start, uh, we'll just talk uh, briefly about what you can spend your money on. Um, uh, for this month, uh, it's a very cool ship set. Um, it's very unique, a lot of glowy shit. 
A lot of glowy shit. I love the sails. Love the figurehead. I love the hull. Um, I don't like the cannons at all. They're atrocious to aim. Uh, and they glow like mad, uh, including when you're in the barrel uh, trying to shoot yourself out. They will and continue to glow. The uh, helm, though, again, looks cool when you're driving. You've got this constant glow effect in your face that I can't stand. Uh, the capstan does look cool, but again, it glows an awful lot. In general, you know, people like the glowy shit, right? Uh, people like it. And, and I have to say, the effect that they've got with this flamey greenness, I like. Um, but I don't need it in my face all the time. Um, so there are definitely some things on this ship that I won't use. Uh, but I will say the artistic design of this ship was very well done. Um, I will say it's probably one of the best ship sets they've came out with. Um, I said that about the shrouded ghost ship set. This thing, in my opinion, tops the shrouded ghost ship set. It helps that it's in the colors that I like, especially green. Um, love the figurehead and I absolutely love the hull. It's an absolutely beautiful hull. Probably going to be one of my go-to hulls. Now I used to always use the ghost hull, um, a lot, um, it, because it, it looked better for what I was trying to do than the, than the obsidian hull. Uh, but I think this is going to be my new go-to hull. I, I think this ship set was beautiful. Whoever was the, uh, the artist behind the ship set, kudos to you. Um, and, and like any ship set in Sea of Thieves, the items that I don't like, I will not use. Again, they are beautiful. They are designed well as far as artistically, but functionally and visually, they drive me nuts and they're distracting. But that's why I can just go ahead and switch to the default cannons and, and whatever helm that I want. Um, but overall, well done, beautiful ship. Um, I don't remember what the, um, black market items is this, this, this time. I think it was like maybe aristocrats or some more of the, the rose stuff. Uh, but there are some black market items that you can use the balloons on, um, that have been released. Um, again, that's not real currency. That's the in-game currency, but you can get, uh, some more cosmetics with your doubloons, uh, from Lorena. Um, and also with that, you can go to the shipwright and they have, uh, some more pieces of the hunter set, um, in there, which to be honest, look pretty good. Um, I don't know if I'm going to use any again because of functionality. I, I personally like the default cannons. Um, I, I like simplicity and a lot of things that I interact with on the ship, uh, because when it gets all fancy and, and, and stuff, uh, it's just, it's just distracting and, and not as easy to use. So I'm, I'm very, uh, minimalistic and a lot of pieces to my ship approach just because, um, I like high efficiency, lots of sinking, lots of PVP. Um, so yeah, so there you go. So you can check those out, the shipwright, the Emporium, um, and of course, Lorena. Um, also in the Emporium, we've got the skeletal pets. There are skeletal pets for every creature. So monkey, bird, cat, and dog. They look fantastic. They, they, they are really cool. And I've been wanting a, a skeletal pet for a while because I missed last year's Halloween. Um, so excellent. They are on there. <clears throat> There's actually a bundle. Um, and you can also get a bundle where you get the ship set and you can also get skeletal pets and doubloons and all that fun stuff, um, uh, in, in the Xbox store and the steam, uh, store. And if you haven't purchased Sea of Thieves on steam, if you buy it right now on steam, you get this ship set, you get, I think two pets, some ancient coins and money. If you buy it on steam. And again, if you've been playing it on Xbox and you've just been trying to find a reason to buy it on steam, so all your stuff sinks over to steam and you get all those cool achievements and all that fun stuff. This is a great time to do it because 
because you get this ship set, you get the you get I think two pets and a whole bunch of ancient coins along with your purchase. So I think that's awesome. Um, they added a whole bunch of new face paints, uh, green and black face paints. Um, my only issue is there's a couple really cool ones that I like, but unfortunately they add lipstick to the character and I don't like the lipstick on the character. Um, I still wish that at, at some point, and again, I'm not saying this should be a priority of Sea of Thieves, but at some point I wish they would allow you to customize some of that stuff. Like if I want the bit that goes over my eye, like there's one that looks like a spider over your eye, but I don't want the lipstick, like. I think some of the makeups could be broken apart a little bit or customizable. Again, this would be a huge piece of development for them. Um, so I don't think they should be <clears throat> spending their time on that with all the other issues. But something in the future, if they get uh, servers and hit reg and all that stuff stabilized and get the player base kind of re-engaged, something to look at. Same thing with pirate customization. Um, I have recently, in the story of my pirate, uh, my pirate died. And his son has now taken over, so I did a, a uh, character re-roll um, where I could redesign my pirate. And again, that is a very clunky system where you have to go through sometimes hours. I think I spent two hours to find the pirate I wanted, um, where if I had the ability to customize the different aspects of the character like I can in World of Warcraft or EverQuest or any MMO or any game where you have a custom character. I think that would be good. I don't understand why they didn't do that from the very beginning. I, I'm not sure. Definitely something that I think they could look at in the future once they have the major issues um, um, looked at. So there you go. Uh, there is a free emote that you can get as well. It's the lantern dance, which is kind of cool. Uh, and there's also a new kind of spooky um, emote set that revolves around a skeletal arm. And by the way, the skeletal arm dance is absolutely hilarious. It is hilarious. I feel like I need to play Michael Jackson's Thriller every time I do that dance. It's hilarious. It's, it's, it's just hilarious. So that goes over what you can spend and the pretty new things you can get um, just by spending either your gold, your doubloons, or your real-life hard-earned money. Now, what is the what is is it the fate of the damned for the damned for fuck's sake of the fate of the damned, fate of the damned. All right. So fate of the damned. Um. Uh, you know, obviously FOTD. We're very familiar with that. Fort of the Damned, Festival of the Damned, now Fate of the Damned. Um, so there's a lot of cool things you can do um, with this. Um, so we're going to go over kind of the highlights of how this event works um, without giving out any spoilers. Kind of also go over how I feel about the rewards and, and things like that. And then we'll continue on with some more of the patch updates. And what I can tell you is if you want to look at the full patch updates, because I can promise you, 80, 90% of these patches I'm not going through because I read it um, before the podcast. And, and quite frankly, I, I think a lot of this is garbage. Like they, they fixed a whole bunch of shit that didn't matter um, instead of focusing on what didn't matter. So a lot of this um, we're probably not going to go over on the patch notes page. But if you're interested in any of the patch notes, seeofthieves.com slash release dash notes slash 2.0.19. Nine, and you can read each and every line item detail of these patch notes. But like I said, I'm very disappointed in what they actually fixed in this update because they fixed a lot of shit that, in my opinion, was just rubbish. Um, it's things that needed fixed, but it's not not the major issues of the of the game right now. So we'll get into that in a minute. So fate of the damned, what is it? Well, 
<clears throat> if you didn't love killing Grey Marrow in the Tall Tale, and you didn't love killing Grey Marrow at Fort of the Damned, then you're not going to like the fate of the Damned. Because yet again, we have reused a blast from the past by, guess what? We got to kill Grey Marrow yet again. And he's easier this time. He does look a little bit different, just slightly different. You really have to pay attention to see kind of the, the tweaks of his look. Um, he has a sword this time along with his blunderbuss and his flintlock. Um, so he does have the ability to sword dash you um, and kind of lock you in one of those sword vortexes that us PVPers just absolutely hate. Um, he's, but he, he is easier. Um, now I don't know necessarily if he scales with the ship size. I assume he does like every other boss in sea of thieves. Um, but I can tell you on a two man sloop, uh, he is quite easy to dispatch. Um, I will tell you his mechanics are exactly the same. He still has a slam though. The radius of that slam is smaller. He does have the new sword dash, which I've never seen him use before. Maybe he had it before. I've never seen it in the, what, over 100 Fort of the Dams that I've, that I've completed and or stolen. Um, I've probably done more than that, but that's, yeah. Um, but what I, I, I did like what they did was instead this time of him just raising his arms to raise skeletons, he actually pulls out a crate of ancient bone dust and actually kind of does this like the salt emote where he puts his hand out and like sprinkles the gold. Like it looks like gold dust, but it's, you know, it's it's the ashes from the uh, uh, from the ancient ashes uh, bone dust thing. And he sprinkles it and the skeletons come up. So I, I like that visual change. But in all honesty, it's yet again rare using an old, basically the same mechanics, same boss, nothing new. Nothing interesting about him. He's the same thing you fought in the Tall Tales. He's the same thing you fought in Fort of the Damned. And he, he's just the same. It's, it's a leftovers that have now been cooled, reheated, cooled, reheated. They've been left out. They've rotted a little bit. Um, and now they're trying to reheat it again. That's basically what we get with the main piece of this content update as far as the quote-unquote story. Now, according to Captain Falcor, who is kind of the lord of all law, or lord of all lore, sorry, of, of this game, um, or he does a lot of speculation about it, um, he has said multiple times that the return of Grey Marrow here is important in the storyline. I don't care. I don't, pick a different character. Pick any other character. Make a new character for all I care. This is now the third iteration of having to kill this dude, and I'm over it. I am over it. I have eaten the disgusting, rotten, reheated leftovers of freaking Grey Marrow enough. And I'm over it. I'm done. Just get rid of him. Get rid of him. I'm tired of the same mechanics. I'm tired of his ugly face. I'm tired of Grey Marrow. It's just ridiculous that we come up with such a cool world, with such a cool story, and we can't come up with a cool, interesting boss fight with a different looking boss. We have now reused this guy three times, and I'm over it. So let's move on. He does not randomly spawn, though. You do have to do a quest. And this brings me to the first good thing of this patch note. 
finally we have the mysterious notes. Now, for a lot of players, especially the players like that like to jump on servers and jump off real quick as they hop around and hurt our server performances, stop fucking doing it. I don't care how big of a content creator you are. I don't care if you don't stream or don't do YouTube. Stop fucking server hopping. Stop doing it. You are making this world worse because you are causing servers to be crappy. It is your fault. It is your fault. Yes, it's also Rare's fault, but it's your fault that you're causing these server leaks to be worse by jumping around and causing dead servers. If you like to server hop, then freaking go play Fortnite. That's all I have to say. Play around and around and around and around where you get to restart every single time. Get off Sea of Thieves where you're destroying the servers by doing your stupid ass server hopping. But Davram, you server hop. No, I don't. I log on to a server and I play on it. Regardless if I get on and there's a fleet up or an Ashen Winds up, or a Fort of the Damned up. I don't care. I log on the server, and I start my play session. And I don't get off that server until my play session is done, or until I want to switch to Arena or something. I do not server hop. Period. So there you have it. There you have it. Um, so the first good thing is the, the mysterious notes for those players who do unfortunately like to destroy our servers with their obnoxious server hopping. Um, there is an intro animation that happens now every single time you log in where you are waking up from a drunken stupor on the tavern table. If there is something new, you will notice a dagger in the table with a letter in it. When you open that letter, it tells you what is new since the last time you logged on. This is an absolutely fantastic addition to the game because it allows new players to know what is going on. It allows players who don't necessarily play all the time to know if something new is happening that they can quickly get involved in. Um, any sort of, like I said, new player coming in can quickly see, Hey, what's the cool thing that just started that I might not be know that I might not know about, you know, it's right there in your hand as soon as you log in. It's absolutely great. Now, for you obnoxious server hoppers, there is a setting in there to turn that uh, starting animation off. I'm not going to tell you where it is. I'm going to make you dig through the obnoxiously long settings list until you find it, because again, stop server hopping. You're killing our servers. Stop doing it. Stop doing it. Freaking rare. Make them stop doing it. There you go. There is my... Uh, there, there is my message for all you server hoppers. Stop doing it. <clears throat> so you wake up with this note. It talks about the festival, fate, fort, whatever, for fuck's sake of the damned that's going on right now. It tells you to talk to Lorena. Go talk to her. She will sell you a questicle for your testicles. And you can go out and start doing this. Now, this event lasts, well, now we're down to just over 30 days of the event. Um, so near the end of uh, November, I think beginning of December, second week of December, I think, is when this event ends. It is time locked. Um, I know a lot of people have issues with uh, them time locking it. They just want to grind it all out. Well, guess what? They gave you something you can grind out while you wait. And we'll go over that in a minute and whether I like that or not. But all games, regardless of who they are, always time lock things, right? 
World of Warcraft puts, you know, certain things behind time locks that you have to do so many dailies and gain your reputation up to do stuff. Yes, players don't like it, but guess what? If you want the cosmetics, if you want the cool stuff, if you want to do that raid, if you want that gear, you're going to log into the game every single day or every single week it requires you to grind that out. It's a great way for to force players to keep coming back. Do players like it? Absolutely not. They don't like to be told and forced to do something every single day that they don't want to. They want to be in control of that. But you know what? The developers don't care about what you want to be in control of. What they care about is they want you to play their game. And in order to do that, they make things time locked. So right now, uh, the last week revolved around the green and the purple flames of fate and things you have to do with those. You've got to light some beacons, you've got to kill some skeletons, and you get this giant uh, cutlass that is very, very nice looking as far as its forge with a bright green flame effect on it. Uh, it's a very nice looking sword. It's glowy as shit, and you all know how I feel about glowy stuff, especially weapons. I will not be using this weapon. However, I do have to say, just like the ship set, the art on it, looked very nice. The art on it looks very nice. I know a lot of people really like it. Um, it's, 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 it's a wonderful artistic weapon, but it's glowy as shit. In fact, it was funny. I was watching a streamer um, just this morning and um, a guy jumped in the water to get away from him. Uh, the ship sunk and the streamer jumps in the water and is like, I don't see him. And then this guy about 20 miles away pulls out the freaking flaming sword from this event. And he's like, oh, there he is. Pop, you're dead. So again, glowy shit in this game give you away really easy. So there you go. But it's artistically done very, very well. I will give them that. It's artistically done very, very well. Um, if I wish I could get a cutlass that looks like it without the flame effect. That's what I wish. Because I love how it looks like it's two pieces. It looks like two pieces of steel that have been forged together with a piece of iron. And it just and the guard on it looks really nice. It's a beautiful looking sword. I just wish um I could get it without the glow effect. Um, and I would be much, much happier and I would probably use it. There is a complete weapon set that you can unlock if you do all the, the challenges. Again, you have to log in um, and do the challenges each week for four weeks. Um, and you'll be able to unlock the, the sword this week. Next week will be the flintlock. And I think maybe you might be able to get enough challenges in for the Eye of Reach. And then finally, you'll have the blunderbuss. And then there is a crew um, sized box of costumes that you get with this really crazy looking, I don't know what it is, like freaking Walking Dead meets White Walker from Game of Thrones flaming, I don't, I don't even know. But it's this crazy looking like Skeletal King, I don't know. I don't know what it is. You'll have to check. You'll have to check. I don't even know how to describe it. Um, but it's this crazy looking skeletal king of a costume, bright green glowy, just like the Athena stuff and stuff like that. Um, but there is a full crew set of, of cosmetics with that that you'll unlock. So, you know, you can all dress up like, you know, the crew led by the skeleton king or whatever. Um, but that's kind of the rewards you get for all um, four weeks. And these are relatively simple. I think I got the uh, the ones done for this week in about a two-hour play session. Really easy to do. Obviously, you don't have to do them all in one go. 
Um, you will get a lot of the the um, the goals done for this um, just by doing the voyage from Lorena. You'll get most of them done, and then there's just a few other items that you have to do. Um, I believe, though, you should be able to get to six of eight of this event, um, eight being when you get your flintlock, four being when you get your sword. So you should be able to get six of eight um, if you complete all the items for this week. How do you track this? Well, up until now, we had to go to the crappy website, the Event Hub crappy website that no one liked, that was hard to navigate, that was hard to get to, and no one knew where it was. And if you were an Xbox player or a PC player with one monitor, it was annoying as shit to get to. So what did they do? They put it in the game. Another great addition, Rare. Thank you very much. Mysterious Notes, great. Event Hub in-game where you can navigate without actually leaving the game, alt-tabbing, multiple monitor, pull out your phone. You don't have to. It's in the freaking game. And sure, it takes a little bit of time to click through the different levels. It's very well organized. Escape takes you back out of the levels. Sure, it's some people might say, well, you know what? It's in the game, and you can quickly go through things. It just takes a little bit of time to figure out where stuff is, which is not that hard, honestly. You know, the first couple times you'll open it, it'll, and then you'll figure it out. You'll figure it out. Awesome addition. Because again, just like the Mysterious Notes, you hit the you you open up your where your quest, your tall tales and everything is, and there's a line that says events. And you can click on that and see what's going on. Now, it's not only just showing the fate of the damned event with the with the Halloween, the 42 days of Halloween going on, it also shows you things like Fortnite Fridays, the Golden Glory weekends, um, you know, if there's any dailies to get extra gold, like you know, selling a skull or a chest or something like that. It's all under the event hub. Which means now, like I've been saying for a while, you have a one-stop shop in the game to check out what is new, what is ongoing, and what you can quickly jump into and participate in. Absolutely outstanding rare. I wish you would add something in here where it linked Xbox and Steam a little bit better for reporting toxic players because we still have that issue real bad out there. A lot of gamer words, a lot of inappropriateness, and I wish that system was more streamlined and more one-stop shoppy, but it's not. But this is a great start to, again, making things a one-stop shop where you don't have to leave the game to do things such as the events, such as figuring out what's going on. They need to expand this. So their game becomes a one-stop shop where I don't have to go to the support forums. I don't have to open a ticket. I don't have to do all this other crap to report a player. Add that into the game. I hope that's the next level. And I hope they're really understanding that a one-stop shop in-game is where this needs to go. Well done with this rare. Well done. Now, let's talk about what um, I've been saying to people who've been bitching about the fact that Everything in this event is time-locked. That is not true at all. Yes, if you want the weapons, yes, if you want the costumes, it is time-locked. But there's also a huge grindy bit that is not time-locked. And that is killing the, um, the fate of the damn skeletons. The, the green, purple, white, pink, blue, red skeletons <clears throat> that you have to use the Flame of Fate to see or to, to, to make, you know, so you can kill them. There is an awesome lantern that you can unlock 
if you kill 200 of them. Now, that's a big number. If you do the uh, if you do the Lorena quest, I believe you do 16 of them. So if you did 10 quests, you'll have 100, right? Do 20 of them, you have 200. So there's an option. Or, or do Four to the Damned. Four to the Damned, I've done the math because I've done it, gives you about 100 to 106 per Four to the Damned runs. Do two of those, do two Four to the Damned successfully, you have 200, you have your lantern. Then it steps up. Then you have 400 to do. Do two more. So if you do four Four to the Dams, each Four to the Dam takes, you know, what, 15, 20 minutes if you have a competent crew. 15, 20 minutes, knock it out four times. If you're quick about it, you can probably get it, you can probably get it done within a four to six hour play period. Now, why are people kind of timid or scared about that? Well, four of the dams have seen a rise since this update because of this unlock. And reapers are out there reaping, including myself. My concern with this is people are going to do four of the dam. They're going to get irritated that they get sunk and all their treasure gets stolen from them. And it's really going to make people think about doing four to the damned after this event. Also, this is a month long and some people aren't going to obviously want to do four to the damned back to back to back or, or whatever. We're going to see a lot of four to the dams over this month. The question is, will this keep players interested in four to the damned afterwards? Or will this event, everyone gets their stuff and then Fort of the Dam goes back to, you know, the unicorn that you can never find, which keeps server hopping happening. Right now, I can say that with this event, big name streamers who server hop all the time for this type of PvP steel content are server hopping a lot less. Why? Because there's Fort of the Dams. And all of a sudden now, Boats are on servers. I was just talking not too long ago that servers are dead. What happened? This update happened and now there's boats on servers. There's boats on servers. Last week I was talking about matchmaking and how that should be fixed. Captain Falcor and I were talking on Twitter about how matchmaking needs fixed. So what happened? There's boats on servers now. What? In fact, in fact, if we look at the patch notes, if we look at the patch notes, one of the lines of the patch notes actually says that they have fixed matchmaking on servers at least to a point where it's helping with player performance in their region. This is awesome. This is awesome. This is the first time, this is the first time in about four months that I can say that Rare actually took the time to put a, a fix into the game 
which the community has desperately needed and been wanting. I have logged in to um, play a few times with this update to get some Fort of the Dams done, uh, to get the voyages done. And I can say I have not had a play session where I have not seen another ship ever. Every PlayStation I've had, I've seen anywhere between three to four different ships during my time of playing. Which is absolutely something completely different than what we just experienced a month ago or two months ago. I hope that this stays. I hope that this stays. And I hope that Rare really looks at how this killing 400 skeletons to max out this event has really made things more interesting on the seas. Remember not too long ago on a podcast, I said they should just have Fort of the Jam just pop. Just just pop. Just every so often, just pop one. It, it doesn't need a player. Just boom, it's open. Something interesting. Well, guess what? Rare did something interesting. Now, a lot of people are like, well, this is an awful grind. This is uh, this grind got 400 skeletons. Well, guess what? It's interesting. And it's getting players to do the Fort of the Damned, which means you get to steal it, which means you get to fight people, which means you get to do what everyone loves to do in this game. So Rare, well done by doing something that I didn't think about, by putting a ridiculous, nasty, disgusting grind in this game, but that has made something interesting happen. It has made something interesting happen. And I just hope that you take note of what you did here and maybe not put a ridiculous large grind on things, but put a cool cosmetic in, put something around it, do something to encourage interesting and exciting interactions. And that's what you've done with this, even though it's a painful grind. It's a painful grind. Now, what has also this done? This has also made Alliance servers very popular again. Why do I say that? Well, on an Alliance server, you don't have to worry about PvP. On an Alliance server, you can do For the Dam completely uncontested. Now, with that being said, sometimes, well, a PvPer might sneak onto your server and dumpster you, and that's just how it goes. But in general, you're safe. And in about four hours, maybe five, you can get your 400 done. I don't like Alliance servers, but I know a lot of people are going to turn to them right now because to get this grind done with the safety of just PvE. But that doesn't matter to me right now. And I'll tell you why it doesn't matter to me, because the actual seas are teeming with life again. Which means there's a lot of stuff to do, a lot of players to interact with, and a lot of ships to sink. So awesome. So there you go. The two sides of this event. You've got the weapons. You've got the um, the outfit with the time-locked things unlock each week for four weeks going into December. And you have the ongoing lantern and title unlock 
with the 200 and the 400 skeletons. So there you go. That's kind of the overview of the content of this update. <coughs> Excuse me. What I can say is, <coughs> I appreciate it. There wasn't a whole new system introduced. There wasn't a whole new big thing introduced. It was simple. It was a simple, easy voyage. You kill the same damn boss again, but that's beside the point. And an added grind, which has now caused more interesting and exciting interactions. Which means there's a lot of fixes that went on in this patch. Now again, you can go to seeathieves.com slash release dash notes slash 2.0.19 if you would like to read them all. Because we are not going to go through them all. Because, again, in my opinion, some of this stuff in here is complete garbage. About 80% of it is. I would say they focused on the wrong things when they fixed their when they decided on which bugs to fix. Yes, they fixed some things that definitely need to be fixed. However, they didn't focus on the big ones. They didn't focus on the big ones. And we'll get to that in a second. So let's start going down through some of these. Um, changes um first change that i i wanted to talk about flame hearts range when a flame heart ghost ship encounter is active the area in which the music and menacing remarks from flame heart can be heard around the island has been reduced here's the issue the true issue with the flame art event is it never goes away because a ship sails through he starts to trash talk them or a ship fires on them and then that is an engaged event, and it never goes away. Yes, his trash talk gets annoying. Yes, the music gets monotonous when you're trying to fight in the area. So yeah, this definitely needed done. But what needs done is some sort of timer or something put in there where the damn event despawns if, if no one's doing it. Just because someone sailed through or just because the ghost ship lobbed a Hail Mary and hit a ship that was 100 miles away doesn't mean the event should stay up. I've seen Flameheart up on a server for a good hour or more, and no one's doing it. That's not exciting. That's not interesting. Rare picked the wrong thing to fix here. And that's what I'm talking about in this whole patch. They picked the wrong things to fix. Does it need fixed? Yes. Is it a priority fix? Hell no. Hell no. Ashen Lord balancing. Ashen Lords now have reduced health. Why? Oh, they were too hard to fight. Why, why do they have reduced health? Yes, the battle was long. Hey, guess what? The Ashen Lords were the first new boss mechanics we've seen in a very long time. Oh, but let's reduce their health because players complain they are too hard. Why? Why? I don't understand. Their health was fine. Yeah, it was a long battle. So what? Their health was fine. Now they've reduced their health where I've seen some people do Ashen Lord events on, on stream. It's freaking trivial. Why? Like, I, I don't, like, I actually had fun fighting and battling in an Ashen, Ashen Winds event. Now it's like, why do I even go there? 
I didn't just go kill a couple captains on a shore, and it's like, that's exciting. It's about the same, it feels like. Ashen Lords were fine with how long the event was. What was not fine about the Ashen Lords was the rewards you got out of it, which is the next notes here. The Ashen Wind Skull now sells for double gold. Excellent. Perfect. Seems good to me. When defeating an Ashen Lord, players will now be guaranteed a Chest of Rage and a Ritual Skull, along with the other rewards um, from the encounter's value increased. Excellent. We've needed a way to steal Chests of Rage for accommodations for a while. Thank you, Rare, for putting that in there. Thank you for making this event actually mean something and worth the time. Shame on you for reducing the health, though. Shame on you for making it easier. That should not have been done. That should not have been done. Increase the value of the rewards. Increase the amount of rewards you get to incentivize players to go over there and fight it. That would be like World of Warcraft taking an ending boss of their raid because players couldn't figure out how to beat it in a day or a week like the normal high-end raiders do. And it's like, oh, I'm sorry, guys. It took you longer than a week to figure out how to fight this. Here, let us, let us make it easier for you. No. You put a challenging event with new and interesting boss mechanics into the game and players didn't like it because it was hard. So what do you do? Reduce its health and increase its value? No. Increase the value of the reward so people go do it. Leave the challenge the same. The battle was fine. The battle was absolutely fine. I soloed it on a sloop for God's sakes. It was fine. It was fine. And then the next line down really irritates me too. Skeleton captains, key masters, and guardians that appear on islands have been reduced in difficulty. Why? They were already easy. Why are we, why are we trivializing the already crappy PvE that this game has? Why are you making it easier? Why? Stop trivializing it. It's fine. Increase the reward value you get out of it, but don't trivialize the fight. Make it harder, if anything. Make it more interesting. Make the AI more intelligent. Making things easier is... Uh. Like, if there was some sort of statistic out there that showed number of players attempting Lash and Lord events that don't finish them, and that was a huge percentage, okay, maybe release the, the difficulty a little bit. But I can tell you that's not the case. I soloed it on a sloop, for God's sakes. Come on. Come on. Jesus. A few months ago, Rare did reduce the um, the Megalodon um, challenge on a sloop. They have now slightly reverted that. Now the uh, Megalodon will circle the sloop and find more and frequently find more opportunities to attack the ship while it's moving. Um, so they've kind of reduced that a little bit, which I think that they didn't need to make the Megalodon easy anyways, because again, 
If you've heard me rant for the past five minutes on the Ashen Winds thing, stop making things easier. Stop it. I can solo a damn Megalodon on a sloop. I can solo the Ashen Winds on a sloop. And I'm not that great of a gamer. And I can do it. If I can do it, other people can do it. Stop making things easier. Stop it. Here's another example of what they did, what they changed that didn't have any bearing on the game in any sort of meaningful way. Reaper chess urns from Fort of the Dam now have the Reaper beacon. Awesome. So now when Fort of the Dam is active, not only do you have a giant freaking red-eyed glowing skull in the center of the map, two Reaper's chests on the map, but now you've got the ribbons going up in the air. And I can tell you this, when you're on, when you're freaking on uh, the Fort of the Dam doing it, those ribbons, though they're faint, are annoying as hell. Good job, Rare, for picking something to fix that didn't need fixed. Way to waste your time. Whole bunch of other random bullshit that they didn't need to look at. Um, so I'm going to skip down through a lot of this stuff. Um, and I find it interesting that they have visual and audio um, bug fixes on here which I find hilarious because here, let me uh, open up my little notebook here of notes that I've taken down. <clears throat> Crunchy wood audio sound is a new bug. So the sound when um, a mast is falling, um, that can sometimes randomly just happen on your boat now and you can't get rid of it. Great, a new audio glitch that we can't get rid of. Awesome. Um, Yeah. So we've fixed audio and visual bugs, but we've also introduced a new one. Uh, along with the video bug, if you fire yourself out of a cannon now to an enemy ship or to an island, you move at about two frames per second. So by God, people know exactly where you are in the air. They know exactly where you land in the water. Like, seriously. Really? Like, we fix all these pointless audio visual bugs like, oh... When you do an X marks the spot map, the thunk sound can now be heard upon digging in the right location. Ashen curses now show up on the Ferry of the Damned. The figureheads now show up properly in the chest. Players should now be able to uh, scroll down through the last option of the video settings page. Like, who gives a flying fuck about this shit? You know what I care about? When I'm on my boat, not hearing cricking, cracking, creaky sounds because there's an audio bug. You know what I care about? When I'm freaking uh, trying to shoot over somewhere that they don't see where I am in the air unless they're really paying attention and where I land. Like, seriously. I don't care about this shit that they fixed. Fix the real problems. Stop introducing new ones. Actually test your shit actually test your shit because clearly you're not Jesus fixed achievements from slinking over to steam okay yeah I switched mine over that's great it, it's not uh. let's look at performance and stability because this is what I rant on and talk to a lot of people about all the time and 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 thank you very much to to those people on Twitter this week who were having very respectful and awesome conversations with me. 
I appreciate that very much from each of you. Um, it was a great conversation. We talked a lot about the game, why we love the game, and 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 that's why we're critical of the game. Uh, thank you to Captain Falcor as well for dropping in on that conversation as well. So thank you all. I'm sure we'll have a lot of other good conversations um, in, in the future. I hope so. Uh, so let's look at the performance and stability changes. Obviously, the visual and audio bugs are complete bullshit because you introduce new ones and fix stupid things. Improvement to server performance, reducing latency, lag, spikes, rubber banding, server connection during gameplay. I don't know what improvements they have, but I don't see it. I'm still lag spiking on East Coast servers, and I'm on the East Coast with a ping of sub 40. I am still having latency issues. <clears throat> I am still having um, issues like that. And when you watch streamers, they're having the same issues. So I don't know what they fixed, but to me, the servers right now early in this patch are worse than they were before the patch. And that's pretty sad. So I don't know what the hell this line means in the patch notes, but to me, no, that, that was not fixed. That was not fixed. Improve client stability when loading into the arena tavern upon selecting duo sloop open crew. I did duo sloop open crew the other day. Everything looked the same to me. I don't know if some people were having issues or if they're truly an issue, but everything seemed fine there. Cool. Um, don't care about that. Don't care about that. Uh, don't know what that even means. Um, improved and optimized client performance. I don't see that at all. I still don't see that. Um, still a lot of just just gross little little things. And before someone says that it's an issue with my computer, I can tell you this right now. This computer has 32 gigs of RAM and it's running a Titan X. There is no issue with this computer. It is all on the software and the server side. So boom, don't at me. So I don't know what the hell under performance and stability they actually did because to me, the servers are worse right now as far as performance. Um, actual performance, they're, they're very populated, which is what I love to see, but actual performance of the servers are worse now than they were um, at the end of last update, which is, that's pretty bad to say, to be honest with you. Pretty bad to say. Um, and there's a lot of still known issues, including, go figure, uh, hit registration is still on there. I don't know why we're still having hit registration issues. Hey, and guess what? After three months or four months in a row of, of saying they fixed the barrels, guess what? Stuck UI minions, menus, including interacting with barrels. Hey, it's still broken. Fix the damn thing. Seriously, fix it. Like, <clears throat> here's the thing. Under known issues, uh, under known issues, uh, let's look here. Uh, server migration issues. Huh. It's been on this list for months now. Melee and, ra melee and ranged weapon hit detection. It's been on this, months, th this list for months now. Stuck UI menus. It's been on this list for months now. Like, seriously. Why? why like, why? Fix it. Stop pushing it month after month after month after month after month. Fix it. 
Like, I don't know if these guys are agile developers or, or what type of development process they use, but I don't know about you. I have never worked in a, in a development organization that would allow a issue in software to just keep major issues in software to roll over month after month after month after month after month and not get better, not improve, and not be fixed. It makes zero sense that this stuff keeps getting rolled and rolled and rolled and still an issue, still an issue, still on the list of known issues. It makes zero sense. I've said it before and I'll say it again. I feel like the leadership team who is running the developmental direction of Sea of Thieves has no idea what they're doing. I have a feeling they're a group of people who are, who are creatively driven so pretty content, pretty weapons, story, and not technically driven to get the things fixed properly. That's what I feel. I could be wrong. I don't know. But I really think um, someone, somewhere at Rare, they really need to take the time to get someone in place who can focus on the important technical um, health aspects of the game and stop focusing on the pretty art stuff. Because I'm over the pretty art stuff. We're all over the pretty art stuff. It's awesome. The art is awesome. But you know what? If the game is unplayable at times, then then who cares about the pretty art stuff? Who cares about it? So that was the main patch that released. Again, for, fu for fuck's sake of the damned, or fate of the damned, if you don't like cursing. Um, then they did a quick, um, uh, fix a quick emergency fix, um, where they're looking again at matchmaking. So thank you again, rare, because that was a big thing that you, you have issues with. It seems to have made the servers at least a little more populated, um, which is nice. And a couple other, um, a couple other items here, um, just around the, the fate of the damned events, um, uh, text lines and such like that. Um, they also uh, looked at a few of the, the items where people were able to do um, things prematurely um, in, in, um, in the Fate of the Damned progression system. They fixed that. Um, they looked at, um, th or sorry, I apologize. They, they have known issues um, that are still looking at purchasable early, um, such as the um, things you can get for Lorena for the items, the challenges. Um, weeks two, three, and four were purchasable early. I might have to look at that. I might have those actually. Um, I'll have to look. Um, also, guess what? Server migration, hit registration, and stuck UIs are still on the known issues. Well, duh, it was two days after. Um, so overall, after I've sat here and, and thought about things, um, I also have my notes here that I think there was a couple other things that I uh, wanted to call out. Oh, they added an auto run feature, which personally I think is uh, really cool. So if you're on PC, I don't know about Xbox, but if you're on PC and you're familiar with classic MMO uh, controls, the numlock key is always known as the auto run key by default. Um, now, if you're walking in Sea of Thieves or moving in Sea of Thieves, including swimming, you can hit that numlock key and your character will continue to go without you having to have your hand on the keyboard or the mouse. So I think this is a really cool feature. Um, you know, especially for some of those long swims and stuff. So I think that was, that, that was a well, um, well added feature on their part. 
After playing for many, many hours now over the course of the first week and a- after watching, I couldn't tell you how many hours of streams um, and listening to feedback of, of streamers and other players, I would have to say that Rare again missed the boat with a lot of the, the impacts they were trying to do um, and a lot of the things they were trying to target on this particular update. Um, out of a 10, I would give this update a 3. Um, the new content is just reused, recycled crap from the past and the bug fixes that they did actually look at are, well, not important at all compared to the bigger issues here. The highlights of this patch are, are obviously the new cosmetics are, are beautifully done on an art level. I'm sure a lot of people like the glowy shit. For me, I rate it. Lo- I, I I like the art, but I'm not going to use them because of the glow. I will still collect them. Um, the the other um, thing that I will say they did well on this was they have done something to increase the the interesting and exciting interactions of players, and we're actually seeing more ships on the server. So that's why I will say that this was not a complete failure on their part. But again, I give it a solid. Three out of ten, because again, they missed the boat in fixing the critical issues of the game. And when they say that they fix server performance where you're not lagging in rubber banding, and most players are lagging in rubber banding worse now than they were at the end of the last patch, I don't even want to know. I don't even want to know when this patch starts to get to the end because the servers always get worse the longer the patch runs. This game may be unplayable by the end of Dece- by the beginning of December. This game might actually be completely unplayable by then. We'll have to see. But I can tell you right now, from what I've seen, the stability as far as laggy and rubber banding worse now than it was at the end of the last patch. But guys, that is the October update, Fate of the Damned, because we can't find anything more creative than F.O. T.D. Good job, Rare. Creative in the world, but not in your titles. Guys, you can check me out on Twitch TV, twitch.tv slash TV. You can check me out on Twitter at TV. You can check me out on Instagram and YouTube at TV. Tweet at me at TV and tell me what your rating out of 10 is for this update. Tell me what you thought the highlights were and what you thought the lowlights were. I want to hear from you. I want to hear from you. I've had a good time this week converse, uh, conversing with people on Twitter. And I want to continue to hear from you guys. But guys, until next time, take care of yourselves and each other. And I'll talk to you next time on Pirate Talk Radio.